Hi people, it's Sunny here. Hey hey, this is Zilla. And this is Kev. And you are listening to Doing Life Together with Sunny, Zilla and Kev. Karibuni sana and God bless you. Hey guys, welcome to the freshest episode of DLT with Sony, Zilla and Kev. And we're continuing with our series. We're talking about the commandments. Check out the last series if you missed out on it. Last episode of this series, if you also missed out on it, I'd like you to I'd like to welcome my fellow hosts, Sony and Zilla. Hey. hey. Hi guys. Hi. How are you guys doing? We're doing fine, and you? I, I'm doing okay. Uh-huh. I'm doing very well. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm excited for what we're about to learn. Uh, what we're about to learn is commandment number two. Uh-huh. Woo! Uh-huh. And... Why, why are you, why are you, why are you there? Can, <laughs> can you tell us what commandment number two says? Yes, I think that mm-hmm. was for cloud to know Asichaguliwe. Why are you guys doing this to me and you know I'm, I'm the one who doesn't have the Bible verses? <laughs> no, we know you. Go ahead. Anyway, anyway, anyway. So the second commandment, I think this is usually like the longest one, mm-hmm. but it says, I'm reading, you shall not make for yourself an image in the form of anything in heaven above or on the earth beneath or in the waters below. And that is from the book of Exodus, chapter 20, verse 4 to 6. Now, can someone explain to us what that means? Zila. Zila. Said someone. Can I I rephrase what Sony said before we ask the next question? (laughs) (laughs) But it's still yours. I I, I want to read from the good news version instead. (laughs) (laughs) that will be my contribution so yeah basically this commandment just tells us that mm, god wait you want me to say what the commandment means or wait what what is your question what it means oh yeah okay so basically god is telling us that we need to we we are we're not to make any idol we're not to make anything like confine him in any image or any anything anyway that's early okay let me start again <laughs> i thought you were reading from good news oh, okay kwanza first of all Kev, you've not even told us me want to ask can i start with saying the most controlled <laughs> Uh huh. Start with that. The was off guard. Hey, your part will be edited. I can't just snip. Hey, surely, Miss Kuna. Because me, I've always struggled with the, the like differentiating between the first and second commandment, you know. And so 
maybe to understand what the, the let me just that's the one which i'll throw at sony as i continue with this suicide uh, in this commandment god is just basically telling us how we should worship in the sense that he does not want us to confine him within a, a perception that we hold in ourselves or in anything that for example you might create as a representative of god and to be clear i think i understand this commandment it means not only just other idols which may, might show other gods but also that one true God himself, the one we worship, confining him in an object and worshiping that object or a ritual or anything that is not directly associated to him. So basically it's putting God in a box or in a space that him himself did not describe himself as or require himself to be put as and then worshiping that. Have I answered the question? Very well, very well. In fact, um... <laughs> Tony, you were tasked now with uh, the, the the task of de defining for us or uh, differentiating for us the difference between the first commandment and the second commandment. Most of us, uh, most of us think they're the same. Yeah, I think uh, even I, I, it took me, actually it's just recently when we decided to delve into um, the study of the Ten Commandments that I fully understood the difference between the first and the second commandment. The first commandment, um, basically, it talks about um, who to worship. Mm -hmm. So God is saying, do not worship any other gods but me. So God is saying that I am the one to be worshipped, not anything else. And then the second commandment says that um, do not make yourselves idols in the one and na 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 And it basically is, is saying, do not make representations of who you think I am. And this, this I think, was, um, it was, it was contextualized in the Old Testament where the Israelites as a nation were surrounded by other nations who worshipped gods that were, that were represented in some object form. So maybe it was a sculpture of some sort or some, some certain image. And for them, that was God. And so God, when um, introducing these commandments to the Israelites, he's, he's trying to tell them, first of all, I am the one true God. Secondly, I know you see other people trying to confine gods into images and all, but for me, you cannot confine me into a sculpture or some, some image or a certain representation. Do not confine me into mm -hmm. that. So I think that's that's the difference between the first and the second commandment. The first one is saying who to worship, and the second one is 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 instructing us on how to worship. Yeah. So let me let me just ask. I, I love that you just said that. Yeah, is it mm -hmm. wrong to do it? I mean, obviously it's wrong because God said it. But why is it wrong? Okay, maybe you can start. <laughs> mm -hmm. So first of all. Uh, there, God, we're basically saying that God is not to be worshipped through images, right? And I think mm -hmm. first the most basic thing we can start with that is because this is just a wild thought out there. None of us have truly ever seen God. Like we can't fathom like who God is 
we can't limit him in the sense that even barely we've never seen him before. I remember even for Moses, who was like the closest, was only allowed to see the back of God and all those incidences where God has been appearing. So even in there's a verse in Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 15, where it says, where it was Nini Moses talking to the people and says, Remember, you did not see any form on the day the Lord spoke to you. Be careful not to act corruptly and make an image of him. When you start, you know, kind of finding your way and trying to, you know, limit God in an image or some sort of imagination you've come from, you're, you're kind of putting, you're putting your thoughts to be sovereign than who God says he is. In the sense that you're putting your opinions on who God is or how you view God as, as opposed to what he says he is you're trying to fathom him so you're kind of also kind of watering down that sovereignty in that perspective and secondly for me what i think where how we can go wrong with that is it it kind of makes us lean forward to worshiping god the way we want to or seeing god the way we want to rather than the way he truly is a good example is I was actually watching some Bible study and then this guy was saying before the Bible study, I don't know what this guy said, but it always happens sometimes even in most Bible studies. This guy stood up and said, for me, I view God, for example, as a butterfly <laughs> because of blah, 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 <laughs> this, 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 and this. And then the guy who was leading the Bible study was like, okay, thank you for your opinion. Now let's hear what God has to say. And that was really profound to me because I think that's maybe one of the most easiest way we fall into kind of trying to put God in our own box. And that's where we can go wrong in the sense that now we are placing our thoughts of him above who he is saying he is to us. To, to, to add on that, um, on the idol thing, I, I, I totally agree. God cannot be, be limited. So us creating idols or images or whatever we are trying to limit um, God as is 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 not is not limiting is not limiting god because he cannot be limited we are only limiting our perception um our interaction our experience and our relationship with god because we choose to see him in a certain way and not in his fullness as he is so even when god is giving us this commandment he's not giving us this commandment at least so that we can massage his ego at the, eh, 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 sovereign god uh, uh, uh. no he's this commandment is meant to open up our eyes, our hearts, our our minds to to be able to experience God in His fullness. So it's not to say that some of the images people make are entirely mm -hmm. wrong, because even in the Bible we have seen we have seen different representations of God. We have seen a representation of God as you know as, as for example Jesus as the Lion of Judah. But if you limit yourself to that specific image alone then you have limited jesus to that only and he is so much more than the lion of judah does that do i make sense i, th I think you're making sense in that uh once you make that idol that's what you think of god as you your represent or your imagination of god will just be limited to that one specific thing and your focus will be on that specific thing. And I think my imagination of how th that could be wrong is that it can lead to a slippery slope 
where God is presenting himself to you and you are fixated on that idol. You are fixated on that such that you may begin to worship that thing instead of listening to what God has to say, mm. instead of focusing yeah. on who God is, instead of reading his word and accepting that God is so much more than we can think or imagine, mm-hmm. I think is what you guys mm-hmm. are trying to say. So which yeah. leads me to like the next thing, which is, I mean, Sony, you said this, they, they did that in the Old Testament. Is it still present now? Yes, yes, it is. Yeah. Hey, it, it, it is. I will give you. <laughs> I will give yeah. you an example. I will give you an example in in, in my yeah. experience. Uh, I think we we can we see idolatry when in this in this day and age when we confine God's power um, on people and things. So you confine the move of God to a certain pastor. You say, if Pastor Nani does not preach, I cannot receive the word of God. It won't hit home. Or if we don't, if 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 we don't have the base that service, I cannot connect yeah. with God. So your connection is dependent on mm. the instrument. So why are you limiting your connection to God or God's ability to move in your heart? to a particular instrument if i if i go to a particular church i will not receive the word of god so you are confining god to a building so i think that is idolatry um in this day and age and i have been guilty of it a couple of times yeah wow and like that's when you've reminded me of another thing and i'm not saying it's bad (laughs) Like, I also had a friend, like, I think we used to walk with, not a friend, okay, I'm not disowning because of that, but someone I knew used to. <laughs> Kev, this is how we will be disowned. Okay, not a... <laughs> no, I just, you know that? Yeah. We used to do a podcast. I used to know someone. <laughs> we used to walk around with anointed salt. And it's not because it's bad. Walk around with... I'm not saying... It's not because it's bad, but when you think about it, guys, it's easy, even in this day and age. That's why, you know, idolatry leads to, like, how we worship God in a wrong sense that leads to idolatry. Some of the signs can be, like, commercialization, you know, in the sense that, is that a word? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, in the sense that, yeah, 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 yeah. in the sense that how, you see, even this, where we hear where Christian churches are taking advantage of the vulnerable in the in sense of the sense of where you might be conned and be told if you don't buy this bottle of oil and apply, you won't receive that miracle. Or if you ha- you don't buy this handkerchief, etc. It it so if you, I'm not saying those things are bad. They, and in fact, some oils are anointed and salt. I mean, anything can be anointed at this point. But the pro- <laughs> But the fact that, but yeah, I'm so for real. I would have said a story. There's one time in my estate, won't say which house help, but there was a cat. <laughs> There's a cat which used to cry, and some household poured for it some anointing oil, and the cat died. You know, these things are real, but now I think the problem comes in when uh, now I you know. have more faith in that bottle of oil and you house without that bottle of oil it's like that's where you're you've confined your god i think in such manners or 
or certain books where there are like certain prayers you can't like you put it in a truth to the point of you know i can't do this, this book or even like books written by christian authors and then now it becomes more the book is more of a god you're more keen on hearing what that author has to say or what that book has to say than what god has to say so i guess some of these things are what i would also call like how it's a slippery slope between worshiping god and falling into this uh, breaking this second commandment uh-huh. yeah you guys have just killed it you've just covered this whole uh-huh. commandment just um how, how do we identify and rectify our situations. A couple of us have confessed to being guilty of it. Me as well. How 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 do we know? How yeah. do we know that we we are practicing idolatry? And what what can we do? Mm-hmm. I just want to I just want to put it out there that we are not we do not support animal cruelty. <laughs> um, that cat did not uh. may not have deserved to die that way. <laughs> That was hey. it was hey, somewhere, okay. but not yeah, yeah. We we do not support my family's cruelty. name is not associated with that. <laughs> yeah, whatever happened, <laughs> me I just went and so anyway. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we 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 will talk about that <laughs> offline, um, off the off recording. But on 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 Kev's question, I I don't know. I think. I think we just need to be sensitive to to the Holy Spirit because I think he's the only one who can help us identify when we are going wrong. So for example, like um in this is an example that I, I, I gave to you guys where sometimes even as, as worship leaders, you believe that this particular song will 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 cause a greater move of God than a particular song. And sometimes you are idolizing the song because um, you're supposed to believe more in God's ability to move than the song itself. And it does not take the power that some songs are actually anointed. But I think in such instances, we need to be like very keen to what the Holy Spirit is, is saying. And yeah, we just need to, to be able to position in ourselves, ourselves in a place where we are constantly listening to the Holy Spirit because I think he's the only one who can correct us because there are so many things that we can idolize, so many things we can ad- idolize and only the Holy Spirit can show us um, where, where we are going wrong. I think I, I just remembered, do you know um, in the New Testament where uh, people were arguing over who was greater? Was it Paul or some other guy? Another guy who could uh, speak really well. What was his Apollo name? Apollo. Apollo. I thought they were arguing about no, Elijah Apollo and Apollo. Yes. Oh. And that, that is, is, is an example okay, okay. of mm-hmm. what you're saying. Yeah. Where people mm-hmm. have idolized those mm-hmm. two great preachers of the word so much that now they've begun arguing over who should who is greater mm. instead of now focusing on what God is saying. And that's what yeah. Paul was actually, Paul, Paul's message mm-hmm. to them actually was. It was, forget me, forget Apollos. Focus on who we are focusing on. And yeah. I love, in, in a separate incident, he also told the, he also told of a story of, about the people from Berea. Was it Beren or Berea? Yeah. Who the way he had loved. Paul's teachings mm-hmm. and still confirmed it with the word. 
Yeah. I think well, that's how we're supposed to do it now. Just yeah. don't 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 um idolize something so much that you actually forget to listen to what God is saying to you personally mm-hmm. on a personal mm-hmm. level. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And let me think that what Kev has said is what I was actually going to say. Like mm. that verse which says, you know, judge your salvation with fear and trembling. I think the most important thing just to add on all you've ever said is always have reflection points. Always ask yourself the motive behind this. Has it changed? You know, sometimes these things start out so innocently, like as in some of the things we get mm-hmm. into. But along the way, as Kev has said, it becomes a slippery slope. Maybe just to tie it all together was in Romans from chapter 1 from verse 21, to 22 to just show how it's not really about you not knowing God that can lead you to idolatry. The verse says, for although they knew God, they never glorified him as God nor gave thanks to him, but their thinking became futile and their foolish hearts were darkened. And then it says, although they claimed to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images made to look like a mortal human being. So as you can even see in that verse, maybe I wish you could just go and look at it on your own. It's a process. It's not that you don't know God. You start off with knowing God, then you become, you know, that cockiness or ego, you're becoming wiser, you, you're becoming more creative, quote-unquote creative in how you worship God. But it's really a slippery slope. And as Kev has said, always be like the Bereans that Paul. <laughs> Kev has said, oh, Paul and Kev have said, be like the Bereans and Whatever you receive, just go and judge it with the word of God. And that's the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we, we also mm. spoke about the verse in mm. John chapter 4. I think it's uh, that's the story of the woman at the well. Where she, she, was, she was telling Jesus that um, we worship here and you guys worship here. Mm-hmm. Jesus just told her the time will come when yeah. true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, all this was is enabled by the Holy Spirit just to yeah. tag along with what Sony is saying. Yeah, I think that's it for us today. Party uh, shot, yeah, man. Bye, bye, bye.